Okay, it started then. Okay. Um, I hadn't recorded up till now. <laughs> uh, anyway, didn't know I was supposed to. Nobody counted down. To plan. Um, can't we just remember to talk about that at the end? No, no? we can't. No, no. Moving on. Okay. Uh, this is just how we should start it. Let's to... let's leave it in. Okay. Leave it in. <laughs> leave it in. Like that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> oh, then I get toxic sock shots in. <laughs> oh, that could be our sponsor. Oh, toxic. Good idea. Uh, anyway, uh, so this is a uh, par for the course for our uh, special segment that we're doing just for you, the listener, and it's no in no way extemporaneous. That's true. We planned this out months in advance, <laughs> and everything has gone exactly according to plan. Yeah. See. This was all intentional. So now, who are we playing this week? Wisconsin. So now we got Wisconsin right where we want them. You know, <laughs> that's right. Really, they'll never see it coming. Because yeah. since their whole team is a huge fan of the pod, they're going right. to be so confused listening to it. They're good. They're just not going to have their head in the game for for the football game. Wouldn't that be? So should we should we do some background or something on on why Husker football is hilarious? Um, because. We have a man in a giant inflatable suit that runs around and uh, does like headstands and stuff. Oh yeah, and uh, and they're really bad. No, no, it, no, it's not that. It's because of the the, the corn heads. <laughs> Those are the real funny things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how about the fact that your your um your coach uh, has a backwards torso? Did you guys notice that at the last pre- press conference? It looked like his shirt was on backwards, but it was just his body. Wow. Like he's got a meaty back. And Does a he have like front? back shoulder nipples or something? <laughs> oh yeah. Don't we? No, it just looked like <laughs> when I saw it, it's like the shirt was on backwards, or maybe he's facing the other way and he just turned his head all the way around to the camera. But <laughs> his, he's, his his face is looking at me, but I'm definitely looking at the middle of his back. We coaches wow. see everything. <laughs> yeah, like, do you think he has an extra pair of eyes on the what should be the front of his body? back. Wow, I forget <laughs> Maybe that's why he was such yeah. a good quarterback back in the day. Yeah, that's they what I was drilled thinking. holes in the back of his helmet so that he really could see people behind him. <laughs> but they had to like put like a Maybe engineer, just... like a double-edged or like a uh, like a one-way mirror sort of thing on the back so that people didn't know he was seeing him. And I just thought he had a mirror in the back of his helmet for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Oh, there's old mirror helmet frost. There's old yeah. mirror helmet. It's like people are coming to tackle him from behind, and they're like, oh, I can see myself in his helmet. Little did they know <laughs> that he could see them, too. Or maybe, maybe his head is perfectly bilaterally symmetrical, and they just didn't know which way he was actually going at it. Oh, yeah. It's like one of those trains with the locomotive on the front and the back. Yeah. Exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. like the old Which brings us to our next point. The Huskers need a caboose. That's their big problem. That's true. I mean, I see um, the you know the offensive line lineup, and there's not an acceptable caboose on any of that. You're sounding like Doug Stanhope now. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should add that just him. It's fair use. He's probably not going to sue. Just add that to the end of the pod. His his like. 12-minute rant on raping a football player. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was... Was it rape? I suppose. Yeah, Pretty sure yeah, it was rape. Yeah, 
Because yeah. he talked about him, like, crying on the ground and then <laughs> caught him coming off inside of him. And, yeah. yeah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know it sounds bad, but it's much worse. Yeah, and whatever sounds he's done, terrible. none of that is as bad as what Husker fans have had to witness on the field this That's, season. Yeah. Yeah. That has been thorough rape after thorough rape. <laughs> yeah, after week after week. See, when our first game got canceled, mm-hmm. that was I had the game. right idea because I was like, guys, we're still undefeated. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. This is good. Yeah, and, then, and then we were going to replace that game with playing a high school team. <laughs> or are, are, are they high school or are they like junior high? It might just be like a team of toddlers that we got. Yeah, what what are they called again? I keep forgetting that. Is it Bethune Cookman or some weird shit? Yeah, something I think that's like right. that. They're like some like tiny uh, FCS school from Florida. Who, uh, you already lost to Troy. Yeah. I didn't watch that game. I don't know how that one guy, Troy, and his coach, like <laughs> James or something, like really took advantage of the whole Husker team. But. Yeah. Well, this is, Troy's good. Well, they, they stole Achilles' armor, armor, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just forged by Hephaestus, so they had that going for them. It's like they, they, they showed up and they had this giant wooden horse, and they're like, hey, you know, this is a gift from us, the citizens of Ohio, to you. Troy's from Ohio, right? I mean, it doesn't matter. Fucking regifting sure. Trojans. Yeah, and so then they're like, you know, just take this, store it in the end zone for us for a while, you know, and then after the game, we'll help you, you know, haul it out of the stadium. Yeah. Little did they know, little did Nebraska know, that was full of um, a guy with the ball. So, <laughs> that was a touchdown. Yeah, and when the when the Huskers figured it out They're by from, the second half, they, they brought in a large in wooden badger. Alabama. Everyone guessed, like, Ohio and Indiana, and then we were all like, oh, What, Troy? Yeah. He moves around a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, Troy. Hey, but, like, for about a third of the game against Purdue, we acted like we knew what we were doing. It was off and on. Yeah. So my, yeah. during the Purdue game, my sister got married mm. at the Sunset Gardens in Lincoln, and then we took a limo, and we went to a couple bars downtown, but we went to the rail yard, and it was just full of Husker fans watching the game. So, like, 15 drunk girls... All saw my sister and went, Oh my god, you just got married? And then, like, hugged her, and one girl cried. It was, <laughs> wow. It was nuts. That's a really good impression of a drunk girl <laughs> from college. Like, I, I thought, like, wow, I was really impressed, and I also just wanted to, like, hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Colin, that's, uh, you know, you're, you're not supposed to say yep, that. Yep, that's out me. Loud. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I still have a. I mean, I admit it. I I hit drunk women, mm. but I think I still have a pretty good shot at getting on the Supreme. Court. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not. You have to just deny, deny, deny. You know. Yeah. Deny, deny, deny. And also tell a bunch of easily provable <laughs> lies in your denial. Oh, that's true. I love how I was that's actually talking triangle. to. That's a game. You're it sure is a game where you. Though yeah. I do want to see. I am interested, uh, you know, we could finally, with uh, with Kavanaugh's familiarity with the Devil's Triangle, if he gets mixed in the Supreme Court, we could finally get some legal closure as to whether uh, it's gay if your balls touch. Mm. 
Yeah, we really need uh, you know a higher power to weigh in on this. Then it is really beyond us, mere mortals. Kevin is currently a beer mortal, but uh, you know, with his ascension, he'll become a um, beer Olympian. Yeah, like an Olympian. He'll scale things with beer Olympus. So, so is boofing butt chugging? So or is that just, just butt sex? <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay. Welcome. We should start right there. No. Is butt chugging? Let's <laughs> no, look it up. No, boofing is drugs up your butt. Drugs up the oh, butt. Oh, it's drugs. Uh, like smuggling sure. or no, ingesting? Like ingesting, like cocaine up your butt. Like a butt bump. Yeah. Yeah. But anal money. <laughs> <laughs> Boof. So it was probably coke. It was the 80s. Is snorting it not good enough? I mean, why do you have to involve your butt in it? Doesn't it have it hard enough? I was. So I can't you involve your butt in anything? Come I was on. reading the letter that they released that Kavanaugh wrote in high school to his friends, and I was just like, "What, like bougie? What a bougie upbringing!" I mean, Douche the one they're in fucking high school and they're renting a house for a week. Oh, that part. To have yeah. a beach party. Beach week. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck? Who has like?" And it was like, I think it was like $400 to rent it for the week in the 80s, and they split it between them. But I was like, what the fuck, what, what? Yeah, you know what you could get with that $400? So much cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I hope there was at least like a corpse in a weekend at Bernie's style. I think that's going to come out sooner or later. <laughs> How did this guy... Get through law school and everything. Fucking privilege. Like, how do you do yeah. this? Just, right it is. It has family. to just be privilege. Yeah. I mean, I got a D in a physical education class in college because I was drunk too often. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're educating your physical self on. The yeah, the I was just taking the hard road <laughs> on health. Yeah. Like this is what I shouldn't do. Did they have? E.E. classes in college? It was at Peru State. So oh, okay. It was like, so what like you get nap time? Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nap time. I, I killed, you know. Wait. Just had to have enough beers beforehand. <laughs> I was out. Did, this guy's the best napper I've ever seen. <laughs> Is he breathing? <laughs> wow, that is so good. <laughs> Look at him drool. It's like Niagara. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking, it was Friday at 8 in the morning. Who the fuck's gonna go to that class? Wait, nap time? No. (laughs) 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 You gotta get up. I mean, I've went, I've had some 8 a.m. classes that were nap time for me. Yeah. Pretty consistently. (laughs) I had this geology class that was like, it was, it was at 1 o'clock, so you're just like at that post-lunch sleepiness. Yeah. And... I mean, it had the projector, so everything was pretty dimly lit. But in this place especially, it had really comfortable chairs. I'd always come in kind of late, and so the only seats available like, were in the very back, leaning up against the wall. And it was one of those things where the walls, for like acoustic purposes, were like carpeted. So it was really comfortable to put your head against the wall. I fell asleep every fucking time in that class. Nice. Sound, that sounds really good. Anyway.
Anyway, listeners, so uh, this week's uh, Slazoom is brought to you by... What were we talking about? Yeah! Um, Sarah, you take this one. I... 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 I don't usually leave. Surprise! <laughs> Listener, do you just hate when you take your tampon out every four hours? Well, just don't! This episode brought to you by Toxic Shock Syndrome. Leave your teapot in for up to 18 hours and reap the benefits of the toxicity. Wow. Avar pussy, avar pussy. Real talk. Did wow. you say teapon? Yeah. What that sounds fuck? like a rapper. Yeah. Little Gotta score some pawns at the grocery store. It doesn't even shorten it. It just changes the word. Yeah. Teapon. Okay, so yeah. Real talk. I left a teapon in for 16 hours last week because I forgot and. I didn't die, so I think toxic shots are alive. Wow. Next time, just leave it in indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Save, save yeah. a few bucks. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, you get like multiple periods out of the thing. Really. I mean, that's <laughs> when you really start to reap the saving. <laughs> yeah, that's economically savvy, right? Yeah. I mean, in this economy, it just it's just a sign of a savvy consumer. <laughs> Are you menstruating out of your eyes? I don't know if you're to take that out. Oh, it must be pretty full in there. <laughs> Speaking about Niagara Falls. Oh, man. Now, this, is, this is what Slazoom is about. Sarah, thanks for bringing a female presence to this podcast so we can be disgusting about female anatomy, too, instead of... <laughs> anyway, enough about our balls. And more about our clit. <laughs> That's a fun word. People don't if say only. that word a whole lot. Clip. Clip. Yeah. It sounds like know, a frog's like mating call. It sounds light. Wet, 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 delicate. Yeah, it's not good enough to be a curse word, so people just don't throw it up. It's You're not like, like cunts, eh, my know? girlfriend keeps sending me clip pegs. Please stop. <laughs> she zooms in way too far. <laughs> Just yeah. like a tiny little penis. Yeah, like, I can't even tell. Is this like a mountain or something? Ah! Could be anything. So after this phase in college where I'd make vaginas out of bologna. Like, not to fuck, but as a joke. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure I walked in on your fucking mess. <laughs> Ask Harry Gary sometime about my whole vagina phase. I took a picture of, like, I had a perfect one that was, oh man, it just... It was yeah. a work of art, um, but it was on my old... It was like on my razor Did phone. Did you ever ha- add hair, like trim some of your beard and like sprinkle it in there? That would be next level shit. Ruin that baloney. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. this one, it was on your old phone and now you lost it. So this is like kind of the kind of the one that got away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The baloney sandwich vagina that yeah. got away. Yeah. We all got that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. After that, I went through a phase where I made a lot of ham anuses. Yeah, I mean, you, you you were on the, the comeback, you know. That's right. <laughs> and then you went through a phase where you showed people your anus, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. there was ham involved. <laughs> Naturally. And look what else I have up there. It's ham! Surprise! <laughs> That's, That's so like the person doesn't murder you. They're like, oh, little ham's involved. And ever since then, those monks knew me as old ham hole. <laughs> yeah. 
they were praying to their god after that. Yeah. What was, there was Baby. something in that uh, Kavanaugh letter that got released by the FBI or whoever, where they called women hose something, hose head or hose hole. Mm. It was like an 80s insult or like a slut. Wow. They, they could really choose them back then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hose hole. Yeah, just so you know, listen to the 80s, the, the letter's like, hey, bros, let's... I am currently listening to AHA. Wow. <laughs> like, the FBI's like, yep, that checks out. This letter's from the 80s. <laughs> I just got my new Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to try and rape someone. I mean, no, not that. I don't know, did you have to deny it back then? I think rape might have technically been legal in the 80s. Yeah, well, in like those social circles it was, yeah. In those social circles, apparently. And you know what? And he still couldn't pull it off. Yeah. yeah. What kind of a justice would he be? <laughs> never, he's never actually following through yeah, with anything. Yeah, that's true. What a yeah. Twitter, yeah. He, that, so it would actually be worse <laughs> if it turned out that he didn't rape somebody. Yeah. Because we knew he wanted to. Yeah. He wasn't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I signed into Facebook for three minutes and I came across, my my brother should not be allowed to have Facebook, but mm. he posted something, it had a picture of Kavanaugh and uh, Dr. Ford at the time, like around the time that the alleged sexual assault mm. occurred, and she kind of looks nerdy and she has braces and... Mm. But this is the 80s, so remember then, like, the plot twist is, like, she does her hair slightly differently and turns out she's gorgeous the whole time. Yeah. Right. But it was, like, this is what they looked like in 19-whatever. And then I was, like, I am fine that she's too ugly to get sexually (laughs) assaulted. Dear God. And then I logged off Facebook. (laughs) Has the man not heard of beer goggles come (laughs) (laughs) out? That'll teach you for checking in on the pulse of America. <laughs> I always thought the rapist line was a hole's a hole. <laughs> and know? a roll's a roll. Yeah. And if we don't get no <laughs> holes, then we don't get no holes. <laughs> you had to drag Mel Brooks into this. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if we were to ever rename our podcast, we should just rename it Trigger Warning. <laughs> Yeah. Trigger warning, Cole. That is that is a really good name. <laughs> Trigger. Shit. Well, we'll think. We'll put that on the back burner. Yeah. <laughs> That's like objectively better than our name. <laughs> <laughs> we need a soundboard like the guys from Z92. Just someone going Trigger. Yeah. I fucking hate those things. <laughs> yeah. We'd make it good though. We'd have like. Mostly, oh, mostly just that. Yeah. My favorite, no, I found a really good soundboard on the interweb where it was um, like the vocals, David Lee Roth vocals from <laughs> Running with the Devil, but like pulled out of the rest of the tracks and just like snippets at a time. So it was just yeah. like the ravings of a lunatic, like, God damn it, woman, this is what I'm talking to you. I'm only going to tell you one time. <laughs> Gems such as that. <laughs> It's so good with, with no backing yeah. sounds at all. It's just it's just him screaming yeah. into the void. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is like homeless man who's drunk and high on that and was suffering from schizophrenia to begin with. 
but with a good set oh, of pipes. Yeah. I've got a good homeless um, high on something story. Go on. So, a couple days ago, we're sitting in our living room, and we get a knock on the door, and the dogs go fucking insane like they always do when there's a knock on the door. And I open the door, and there's Miss Cracky, the neighborhood crackhead. I don't know if it's crack or if it's meth, but she's not well. And um, she's holding a pair of scissors. And she has no shoes on. Dude, you course, need a peephole or, or a window. <laughs> yeah, a peephole would have been good because Hector was ready to tear her limbs off. They'd probably be um, easy anyway, to tear off. Probably not held off super well. Anyway, she's like, can you cut my hair? <laughs> <laughs> well, she brought I'm her like, scissors. What? Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, that's true. I mean, she did half the work. <laughs> but I was... It's like, what? You know, like, maybe I misheard. Like, can you come over there? I don't know. Maybe that's better. Um, no. Could you cut my hair? To be fair, that is <laughs> the best outcome. That's the, that is the <laughs> best thing that Someone a crazy, cracked-up homeless person wielding scissors can, yeah, can ask of you. Yeah, it turned out to be so wholesome. So can you cut my hair? Yeah, to, like, no, cut the I demons said, out of can me. I yeah. have your hair? Firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> so did you do it? So, yeah, I mean, I gave her a pretty posh cut. It looks pretty you good. You actually so she's cut like, her hair? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed in her face and said, no, sorry, and closed the door. And she was very kind about it. She's like, okay, thanks. She walks off. Her limp's off. <laughs> Man, that actually had a very sad ending. Yep. I, I'm sorry. I, I should have cut her I hair. Like no, I'll never make the Supreme Court. Yeah. No, now like uh like she'd stab herself in the neck and like, be like, ah Like this time next week some guy in a suit's gonna walk by and say, Are you the man who refused to cut that woman's hair? And he'll be like, Yeah, and he'll be like, Thank God. She came in for a job interview with our company, oh, trying to turn her life around. And we would have hired her, except she had this really <laughs> shitty lack of a haircut, so we didn't. Good thing we didn't, because it turns out she killed herself from grief and the way her life was going the next day. Thanks, man. Or maybe it was... Wow, that would have been a really great <laughs> Maybe it was sort of like a Samson <laughs> situation, where, like, she was... She was, like, kind of hulk, hulking out because her hair gave her such amazing strength. Yeah. And, but she was also, like, a meth head, so she didn't trust herself to use that strength for good. You were supposed to Delilah so, the shit out of her. Yeah. yeah. Didn't. And then gouge her eyes out and tie her to a pole in a temple. Yeah. As is the custom. I mean, these are all good suggestions for next time. <laughs> tomorrow you open up the newspaper, like... Local crazy homeless woman dies in tragic accident because slightly too long hair gets caught in machinery. Calls <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all my fault! Like, Local homeless woman pulls down temple on top of her. <laughs> 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 well, that's a headline I want to see. Something you need, you just have to tell me what it is. 
And he goes, well, you don't need to do that. You can just give me your debit card, and I'll go in and buy it. <laughs> and I literally laughed in his face, and I went, no, I'm not doing that. And he was like, okay, that's fair, and, like, laughed and walked that's off. Fair. And I was like, but, oh, what? Okay. Does that ever work? I was like, I would have bought you something. Some people are trust. You know, I think the worst part about my story, though, was this lady did not have long hair. <laughs> oh, she had it no was, hair. It is shorter. It is shorter than Ethan. You were probably the thirtieth door she'd gone to. Yeah, it's just like everybody's been cutting it just a little bit shorter. <laughs> she just, was eight haircuts in. She's just scar for human, con- or maybe she's like a thief and case in the joint. So like, if she if she got inside, she'd see what was in there to like, um, I don't know, rubber hands on or something. I don't know. What do people do when you break into your house? That's it. You got it. Okay. I just don't like people touching my stuff, you know? Uh, I'd seen her around the neighborhood before. She's definitely not a well person. I actually talked to her one time. She talked about my dogs. Like, whenever I walk past the fence... That was before you had dogs. I said it before, you know, in her cracky voice or whatever. Methy voice. Like... Yo, that one dog just stands there and barks at me really loud. The other one just runs back and forth and back and forth. I'm like, yeah... That's the one you want to be, want to be uh, steering clear of. She'll bite. <laughs> so at least I've, I've given this person a heads up. So no liability from that person if she sticks her fingers through the fence. Yeah, I mean I'd be pretty worried about this person getting a lawyer. <laughs> is, yeah, uh, Public defender. I just. I, I'm actually worried about that. I don't know the legality of that. If somebody sticks their fingers through the fence, well, they're fucking stupid. But they will get bit. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be in trouble for that. I mean, that's on them if they're sticking their fingers in. I think if you put a sign that says "Beware of dog," you're good. That's what I thought. I actually thought if that would like absolve me of any legal issue, I just put "Beware." Like if they step on your property, then I don't want to be like you can abduct them and chain them up in your basement and slowly cut them apart and eat them over a course of like four years. Um, But as long as you have that "Beware of dog" sign. Beware of dogs. I was going to say, maybe maybe it's a specific sign. Beware of me, I will chain you up in my basement and cut you apart and eat, eat you over the course of four years. Like, eh. <laughs> he warned us. Wow, thanks, I just thought of a cool sign for a bachelor pad that looks like those signs, but just says, beware of dog. Nice. Wow. <laughs> nice. I think that's Brett Kavanaugh's next offense. <laughs> <laughs> What hasn't that guy done? <laughs> and who hasn't he unwillingly done? You know, honestly, I mean, I was pretty young in the 80s, but <laughs> I feel a little bit upset that he didn't try and touch me. Yeah. <laughs> could well, not remember it. That could be. I was you, literally... You would have had to have been at some bougie... <laughs> I was literally in it. Northeastern boarding school. Yeah, like I was there. Mascot, yeah. As a wee lad... Yep, I was I was there. They're passing me around with a football. <laughs> Literally, yeah. nice tight spiral. Yeah, I was, I'd get pretty dizzy. Got spiked a few times. Actually, that might have been the weird fever dream that I had. I, I, I real memories, fake memories. You know, real news, fake news. It all blends yeah. together these days. You know. <laughs> I mean, how can you how can you uh, how can you prove that? A super intelligent alien didn't create our entire reality just a second ago and implant us with all the memories of all the things that have happened since then. And that's actually his next offense. 
<laughs> yeah, that could be it. I mean, that uh, that absolves you from responsibility, right? <laughs> yeah. That was not... It this... wasn't me. That was a creation of this alien overlord. Yeah. He's created everything. Oh, um, don't give Scientology any yeah. any ideas here. This could totally <laughs> no. be a thing. No, the the FBI they will wrap up and be like, no, we have credible evidence that you know he was definitely a big old rapist. And then they'll have like another Senate hearing, and I'll be like, but uh, in my defense, what is time? Better fuck him now. <laughs> and then he rips <laughs> off his suit. And he's wearing a wizard robe underneath, like Radigan. <laughs> <laughs> all right listener if you haven't heard that episode of the pod it's called like radagast or bill cosby the brown i think it's what the episode oh, no, is called. It's called radagast the jerk oh radagast the jerk well you're gonna want to listen to that and then yeah. brett cavanaugh who's actually radagast the brown goes and breaks his wizard friend bill cosby the brown out of the pokey yeah and they go and molest some rabbits together. <laughs> yeah, we we proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that Radagast the Brown was an animal rapist. <laughs> Dude, that's a hell of a callback. <laughs> Sorry to take away from this really meaningful <laughs> made-up story, but I was looking up the high school or boarding school that Kavanaugh went to. I'm sure, like, I'm sure it's changed over the years. But currently, uh, the annual tuition for that Georgetown prep school is $57,000. Isn't wow. Brett Kavanaugh just like Judd Whitey from Futurama? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a little young. He'll be Judge Whitey in, like, 15 years. Yeah, it's, you're charged with robbing a bank, which is something my associates tell me is a place where poor people who don't know better than to invest keep their money. The only poor people I want to hear about are the people who tend to buy pores at the spa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess even all this other stuff aside, like, I don't know, maybe it's different for a judge, but like, you know, for a representative, ideally, you would like um, somebody who can understand and maybe empathize with the sort of situations that uh, most people have to deal with. It sounds like somebody whose family could afford to send him to um, $54,000 uh, you know, prep school, he probably can't really empathize with the everyday American. You Isn't that the rest of the justices, though? Yeah. Uh, Did any of them come from the slums? came from the no. same school. Yeah. And and so would uh, Merrick Garland. He came from like, like if he would have made it on. Right. Yeah. He, went he was there kind too. of the same way. So I guess I mean I guess that it's not a critique specific to this guy, but just kind of in general. But again, maybe, maybe yeah. it's it, it maybe a little bit different for judges. I don't know. Because like they kind of have to come from a legal background, right? So they have to kind of be like lawyers. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Although they don't, they don't have to be. I think they just almost always are. Yeah. That's true. They don't have yeah, to be I think, lawyers I think or they judges. I pick literally yeah. anyone, but they're probably not going to be confirmed if they yeah, don't have some background in law. <laughs> I don't think they can pick family members. Okay. Other than that, I think they're fine. Yeah. So so if Kavanaugh gets voted down, Trump's next pick will be uh, 
the crazy homeless person in Colin's neighborhood who was asking for haircuts. <laughs> She's just as qualified. <laughs> <laughs> and at least she has the uh, you know the common de- decency to ask first. Mm-hmm. You know she doesn't That's just true. put the scissors in your hand and make you start cutting her hair. <laughs> 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 yeah, miming things is really great for the podcast. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, should we start on the things you're actually going to talk about? Uh, like uh, recapping our Atlanta trip? Oh, yeah. Well, what do you want to say? Uh, let's see, let me break out my old list of things. Well, first of all, we got to talk about those billboards. So, uh, Caleb and Gay Sarah and I took a big old trip to uh, Atlanta, Georgia for a music festival. At the uh, beginning of September. Uh, and anyway, driving across Missouri, <laughs> like every five miles there's a billboard for an adult super center. Mm. Um, my first thought is like, are billboards really the correct advertisement medium for that? Like, who's just like driving down the road, like, here I am driving in my car, thinking about car and road things. Oh yeah, I guess I really could use a strap on. Ethan, I think you're the exact type of person <laughs> who this would be aimed at. As someone who masturbates in the fair, Oh, that's right. There's, yeah, so, yeah. there's so many billboards for that place that it. I still want to stop there. I want to see what the hype is all yeah. about. Yeah, that could be it too. It's just, I mean, it's building the brand. I feel like... It's like four anti-abortion signs and then the adult... Store. Yeah. For more anti-abortion signs. All right. Yeah. Don't don't want to do something that leads to an abortion. Fuck this pocket pussy. <laughs> yeah. They're in coats. <laughs> but you know, what? I feel like it's it'd be hilarious. You see the sign for like the adult superstore. If there's like some guy who his fantasy was you know for a woman to fuck it in the ass with a strap on. Yeah, and you know, so the male fantasy. Right. So he, he floats it by his wife, like as a joke, to see how she's reaction. She's just totally disgusted. So he's like, "Ah, this isn't gonna happen." But it keeps eating away at him. He still really wants this. And so one day he musters up his courage and like finds a prostitute, um, and gives her like two hundred bucks. And she's like, "To do that, this will buy you two hours, hundred bucks an hour." And um, and he's like, "All right, do you have a strap on?" And she's like, no, but I'm on the clock. I said, get in the car. I know where she's we're going. Like, I see the oh, billboard. I left it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so uh, the cleaners. this guy, like, his, his dirtiest fantasy is going to be fulfilled. And uh, he's so excited that he shows up at the adult superstore. And then he goes in there. And it's just like, uh, it's like, oh, this billboard of, like was, advised, was advertising adult toy superstore. Oh, I can't wait to get some adult toys. Then he goes in there, and it's just like, they just sell, like, Star Wars action figures in the 80s that are still in the boxes. Yeah, like, like what? Collector's items. Yeah, like, these are the kind of toys that, like, adults collect. Like, they're not just for kids. Like, oh, damn it. Well, that Boba Fett fit up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yep, three hours later, in the emergency room, it turns out that, <laughs> yes, it did fit up his ass. <laughs> Getting back up. Boba fit out <laughs> Uh, so that was, uh, one aspect of our trip. Uh, Did you guys drink driving through Missouri? 
Yes. Naturally. Of course. Yeah. Naturally. I mean, you can't just turn yeah, down an opportunity like we that. We fucking stopped in Ferguson. That was yeah, we did. Like on accident. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, actually, you know, it gets a bad rap. Turns out, mostly I think they just don't like being murdered. Like <laughs> we didn't murder anyone. Didn't really have any problems. You're also the right skin color. <laughs> I mean, and that that so we went to a gas station there, and uh, yeah, I mean you can. It tell. was like actually we were in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Missouri, I mean, St. Louis is, I mean, we already knew this, but this is just, this East St. Louis, this made it, uh, you know, really obvious, it's very segregated, so, yeah. I mean, we went to this gas station, and there were, there were only other, black, there were only black people there, there were no other white people, right. Hispanic, that whatever, great? and it's crazy, because we yeah. missed, like, we were going to stop at a gas station, and there was, like, this one exit that went to, like, a fucking Bed Bath & Beyond, and, like, White People Unlimited Mall. And we missed that one. We turned to like, oh, let's get the next exit. It was Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Isn't it great when you're the minority? It doesn't happen a whole lot. It doesn't. Yeah. That was great in Mongolia. Literally, we'd go driving through town and like people would go running into their tents to like go come see the white people. <laughs> Wow. And they're like, point and stare at us. Like, oh, a real white person. You're like, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I have smallpox, blue! <laughs> the, only, uh, the only realistic movies about white people are Dracula and Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, at, this, at this music festival where we went to, one of my favorite bands dedicated a song to me. Just you and the crowd? Yeah. Personally. Me and the crowd. They, they, no, they pointed me. They pointed me out specifically in the crowd and said the song. Because you were being so crazy. Uh, it's because Ethan looks like he does certain activities that some people might um, feel is feel is unwholesome. But, um, because nobody understands my love. Yes, your love of of what exactly, Ethan? I think the so uh, the words um, of this musician were, "Who all here woke up this morning in a pool of someone else's vomit, <laughs> naked next to a horse? <laughs> Who are all the horse fuckers out there?" And then, in a crowd of, like, 2,000 people, points to me specifically and says, You look like a horse fucker. This song is for you. Not only a crowd of 2,000 people, but 2,000 people who also, a great majority of them, had beards, long beards, and, uh, you know, kind of long hair, and looked as creepy as I did. out of Super Troopers. Hey, you! Horse fucker! So that's definitely going to my resume now. Yeah. I mean, it's um, it's not easy to be fucked by a horse. Did you immediately? No. Or, I don't know, like... He's the horse fucker. I suppose, yeah. I, no, I wouldn't, I suppose you have to be on a stool. Uh, what if it's like a Shetland pony? Is that, is that like a, is that kind of like a sub-fetish within the horse fucking community? Because it's like midget porn, but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, we call them shedders. There's so much I don't know. <laughs> and then I think the real the real crown jewel on this trip, on the way back, is we drove there and drove back. We stopped at this gas station in uh, Hamburg, Iowa. And this is the weirdest fucking gas station because it's a big truck stop. And they sell all sorts of weird bullshit there. So we just stopped to, like, get a piss and, like, get, grab an energy drink. Did I say get a piss? Yeah. Get a piss. You did. I was going to wait until you were done. Yeah, empty bladders. And you go in there, there's a service where they just take a syringe and inject piss into you. Oil changes for everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, those valves work. But, uh, so, yeah. Um, amongst the, like, sculptures of fairies and, like, shrines... And I think I know. things that they sell at this gas station, the gas station. they were also selling helms, like like medieval knight helms. Like full, full, like a helmet, but full. Full face cover everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah. Did you did you buy one? I was tempted. It was only like hundred and twenty dollars. Looked like a nice helm. You should you should buy. But two. I don't know if it was tempered, like so. I, I don't know what how. What the fuck are you gonna do with two helmets? But helms. I feel like a helm would really help in like the zombie apocalypse. You know. Yeah. Zompocalypse. If it wasn't for the fact that we'd already made this exact same joke in this podcast, I'd talk about, like, special needs children wearing helmets, and how much yeah. cooler they are if they wear a helm. Yeah. <laughs> and then Colin would say something about, I'm going to deliberately try and have a kid with special needs just so I can have them wear a helm. Yeah. He'll, like, dress Did up I as say that? Sauron. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm not even sure that sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> I don't remember saying that at all. Listen to me. Listen to what I need a helm. <laughs> How does one deliberately? <laughs> Fuck that. I got shit to do. Feed them lead paint. Hit them about the head. Uh, have the mother like <laughs> drink and do drugs while she's pregnant. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Slip the mother meth. Before they cut the umbilical cord, like tie it around. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oxygen deprivation. Well, stick your arm up there and strangle them, like shortly before later. Oh. Wow, that would be. Um, That'd be a real feat. Yeah. Or hand. I, I don't know. I may just kidnap uh, an already special needs kid mm. and pass him off as my own, so I so he could wear a helm, and then nobody would know That'd it's him easier. because he's got a helm over his head. That's a good point. It's the he looks disguise. nothing like you. It's the perfect prime. How can like, you tell? With like his why helm is off? Colin showing up? <laughs> like what's Colin doing walking up to this like? Elementary school holding hands with Sauron, and Sauron is going, <laughs> I like fire trucks! Oh. <laughs> I'm glad we remade this joke again. Remix of an old classic. <laughs> it was good enough to tell once, it was good enough to tell twice. You wait till Radagast the jerk comes back again. Oh, wait, it fucking did already in this episode. Did your guys' high school have any mentally challenged kids? Of course. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah. like, I mean, but half like, the people in our county are inbred, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're thick out in the sticks. <laughs> I, saw, I think there's some classes where it's probably a good third of the class is special needs. But did you actually have? We did. One, two? Oh, like ten. Ten. You know, when we were in high school, there was like, what, five at least? Something like that. How many people were in your high school? Uh, the whole high school is like 120. 
Sure does. I was only That's why we were making the joke. Thing. <laughs> yeah. and, and also, like, um, you know, poverty rates are pretty high out in the country. Which Fetal alcohol syndrome. And, this yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, not an expert. That should be guessing. Right. Right. Oh, and malnutrition by the mother during gestation. I feel like we have, I don't know, maybe like 20 or 30. Yeah, but you might have had like a special school in your in your district, like a special school. Yeah. Like for, for the kids who are really special needs to go to, and you know, we did, we had the alternative school, which was. I mean, we that had, was mostly for, for like people who just. We had an alternative just, school, but it was for like people who got kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of like what our alternative school was. Similar. Yeah. And it was like one of the teachers at the school was our old high school football coach, who. Was a pretty good coach, but I don't think he was a very smart person, or not a particularly good teacher. But hell, what do I know? Maybe it was perfect for them. There was one special needs kid at our high school who always had one of those backpack leashes on. <laughs> and one day we were walking back on brand. <laughs> we were walking back to our classroom after lunch, and I didn't really think about it at first, but we saw a kid go running by. And I kind of wasn't paying attention, and I looked, and I noticed that it's the special needs kid with the <laughs> backpack leash on just sprinting down the hall. And my brain didn't even take it in until, like, 30 seconds later when a pair of went running by, like, where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> the juice is and loose. we were like, oh, shit, he went that way. So, like, a paratrooper came by? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got done storming Normandy. We were like, damn, isn't the supposed to prevent that? Uh, so, we may have told this story before. We had um, a special needs student in our class for a couple years in middle school whose um, first oh, name was yeah. James. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've talked about this on the pod. <laughs> yeah. This guy was awesome. Everything you want out of a special needs kid. Yes. <laughs> he, was, he was eccentric. He was energetic. He was a real go-getter. He was alive in the park. Yeah, he that's was... why... That, the guys like him were just flying off the shelves. Right. <laughs> exactly the kind you want. Not one of the ones who just, like, sits in the corner quietly eating pencils. But, like, that's one of those who's not the real go-getter who's publicly displaying their... their, uh, differently abledness in... Flamboyant and proud fashion for yeah. all to admire. Yeah, that that man, yeah, he was on Pride Week 24 7. <laughs> uh, oh my God! Oh man, we need we need to uh, we need to like why why is it that like people of African descent get uh, Black History Month and we don't have like a mentally uh, intellectually challenged History Month and <laughs> We can keep slandering people by having them be featured people on <laughs> <laughs> mentally challenged history month. It's like, uh, yeah, this, this, uh, you know, the not like even people who are particularly like not dim, just random like celebrities and politicians. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> we are this week we honor uh, <laughs> mentally challenged history by saluting Joe Biden. And then Joe Biden has to, like, release a statement, like, like, I'm not mentally challenged, though. I'm not saying that would be a bad thing if I was. 
So we should give a few examples of some of the magical things. Oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Yes, please. Your James Tales. Um, so Jails. he uh, he was on the wrestling team, and every practice we would do a warm up where we uh, were basically running in circles around the mat, and occasionally we'd have to do like I don't know some front flips or um, some like uh, cartwheels and that sort of thing, just kind of like as a warm up. And James's thing was he would, as we were running around, he would get his finger guns out and be pretending <laughs> to, like, shoot everybody in front of him, behind him. So he'd, he'd do that. He'd also, he had a bow and arrow that he would pretend to use to shoot people. Guys, I think I'm mentally challenged. I want to totally do Okay, well. We, yeah, we all think you're mentally challenged, too. <laughs> yeah, secret, makes... secret brother, James. Oh. Camp one. <laughs> Listener, it... We have video here, so um, just so you know, Sarah has been doing the finger guns literally every <laughs> second of every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go on. Uh, right, so that, that was James, and you know, he um, he had a hard time paying attention, so I remember occasionally he would actually get kicked out of practice, which is a really <laughs> difficult thing to do in junior high wrestling. But he managed it. So that's Where would he go? Who would take care of him? Good question. Especially <laughs> because like our junior high school was like located like twenty miles south of the town where everyone actually lived. Uh, it's true. Practice though was in the main town. Coach, oh, okay. coach is like, go kick rocks. Yeah. Go run in that cornfield for a while. Yeah, especially because like you know wrestling is a winter sport. So you really got kicked out into the cold. Yeah. Um, and so, but the the crowning achievement of James's time with us was one day in art class. Oh, where, yes, just brings back fond memories. Yeah, right? um, we were there. Um, you know, I don't know, painting shit. I don't. It doesn't matter. And James, for some reason, had gotten his hands on um, some um, rubber glue. Rubber cement, yeah. Rubber cement. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing with the uh, the little lid that screws off with the brush on yeah. it. Yeah. That shit smells one. so good. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm sure he thought so, too. But <laughs> he, despite how much he loved the smell of it... He wanted he, to share it with everyone. He wanted to share it. And so what he did is he pulled the top off, shouted at the top of his lungs, Grenade! It's a grenade! <laughs> and then threw it across the room. And then, you know, a bunch of rubber cement got in the hair of one of the um, more uptight <laughs> girls in the class, <laughs> who uh, was very upset. She was visibly traumatized, crying. You know, and I can understand, you know, she, she had pretty nice hair, so I'm sure she was upset that, uh, you know, it was now riddled with um, rubber cement. Uh, probably not the easiest thing to get out. Um yeah, that guy. What a hero, you know? Yeah, yeah real American hero. We, I, we I've heard that. that story many times. I'm pretty sure this sometimes. guy is not mentally challenged and is just hilarious. He's having a laugh on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why, like, I feel like every like every company should have a quota of, like, mentally challenged, challenged people they have to hire. But not, like, the boring kind who, like, are mentally challenged but through their own perseverance and strength of will and human spirit have risen to, like, um, you know, 
levels of competency that you would expect out of a normal person. No, that's not very interesting. We need to get the hilarious ones like him. Yeah. They're, they're really good co- comedic relief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, we have, a, we have a very inclusive company. We try and hire people with, uh, with uh, mental disabilities. Like, what about you, young man? It's like, well, I was born with Down syndrome, but my parents believed in education. They hired a private tutor. And I actually... I'm one of the few people with Down syndrome to ever get a college degree. Ah, I don't fucking care. What about this guy chewing on his shoes? That's what I'm interested in. You, you chewing on your shoes. What do you have to say? Will you cut my hair? Perfect, you're in. <laughs> but, but, I actually have a degree specialized in the exact thing this company does. I was the first person with Down Syndrome to author a publication that appeared to be, ah, get out of here, no one cares. Submit an application like all the normies. <laughs> <laughs> there was a kid I knew in middle school and high school, I guess, who everyone thought was hilarious. He was really weird and had his own brand of humor, and it turned out he was actually mentally unwell. He was schizophrenic, and oh, that, that like, he hilarious. would shout Can't things do. and mutter things to himself, and be like, Mitchell, you're so weird! <laughs> <laughs> and then later someone's like, no, he's actually schizophrenic, and isn't, like, they're changing his meds up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit! Sorry, Mitchell. And then, after that point, I was like, I can like, try and get a normal response out of Mitchell, and I could not. <laughs> He's just too funny. He would say boosh a lot. Boosh. Good word. We should change our podcast to be boosh. Come with us on a journey through time and space. Yes. Listen oh, here! speaking oh. of Mighty Boosh, Great British Baking Show. Yeah, no well. building! Don't do no it. fielding it's is so great because he's like, like nine, like eighty percent of the time he acts like kind of like a normal like reality show host, but then he just says the weirdest thing out of nowhere yeah. when like bites that flower was like it tastes like a clown's yeah. nose. Yeah, there were like, yeah, like uh, we we want like all edible things on this. Shouldn't have put this flower on there. And he just grabs it and eats it, and pulls it out, and it's like, oh, tastes like a clown's nose. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious and I love it. Sorry. That was a that was an aside. I know what you're talking about. When he offers like someone where Paul Hollywood doesn't shake their hands like, I could give you the fi- I could give you the building fondle. <laughs> <laughs> you I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> oh Okay. My What's wife. happening? I, uh, Caleb's cat is in a drunken rage, throwing everything <laughs> off the counter. Yeah, <laughs> she's knocked off two bottle, three bottle caps, and a bottle opener. So, yeah. Wow. Hope he doesn't like her. knock off that like fifty dollar bottle of bourbon. That would be very sad. Yeah. And Caleb and I just be licking bourbon off the floor. Yeah, getting glass all over our tongues. <laughs> like we do. Yeah. Like a normal, like a normal Wednesday night. For Wednesday us. night, yeah. Wednesday Night Massacre of Our Tongues. So, um, I thought, uh, while we all think of what to talk about next, I would like to break out, uh, a new, what I hope to be the first installment in a recurring segment for Slazoom. Uh, so the inspiration for this was, uh, so Gay Sarah and I 
uh, have a hobby of watching uh, really crappy or slash campy. They don't actually have to be crappy. They can be good, but just be campy and kind of weird fantasy movies uh, on Amazon Prime. And there's this one that's uh, Ukrainian, like it's uh, filmed in Ukraine. The dragon one? No, this is a different one. Have you watched that one, though? It's so No, bad. we were going to, but we, this one's called Stronghold. It's so Russian. And it's about, it, this one's Ukrainian, uh, and it's about Same this thing. Ukrainian boy who is uh, <laughs> mysteriously, because like he's watching an eclipse and he's afraid of heights, and he gets transported uh, back hundreds of years ago. Uh, to when the Rus people were fighting off the Mongolians. And he, uh, of course, he goes back and he helps, and he, like, meets some, like, figures of legend in Ukrainian lore who gives a shit. Uh, um, But, uh, and and he goes back and there's, like, this dual plot line that, like, uh, there's the one plot about they're trying to get him back to his own time, and the other plot about they're trying to fight off the Mongols. But it, it wasn't a bad film. It was definitely kind of like a family film um, for Ukrainians. And it wasn't bad, but... So it didn't have voiceover. It didn't have uh, dubs. It, it just had subtitles. Um, and the subtitles... It wasn't like a Japanese film where it was a bunch of nonsense. Like, technically everything made sense. But it was just, like, connotatively really weird. Uh, for instance, when they're talking about trying to return this boy uh, back to his own time, that's translated as uh, so. Like the this one warrior is like talking to the town, the village elder, about how they're going to try and uh, get this boy back to his own time, and the subtitle says, "We have to get a guy back to his place." <laughs> And that was, like, the tone of, like, all the subtitles, which was really distracting until I realized, oh, I think what happened is Norm MacDonald just did all the subtitles. Because you can imagine Norm's like, hey, you know, that, uh, that uh, guy there, we got to get him uh, back to his place. Which, um, so I know we don't talk about this very often on the podcast, but um, there is a series of novels that were later adapted in films called The Lord of the Rings. Interesting. Um, and are they popular? Uh, among some, cir- some circles. Interesting. Uh, they, they, they may have a minor presence. Um, uh, anyway, I was imagining for these uh, films, for the films, not the novels, if every character was cast as Norm MacDonald. What would that sound like? Yes, yes, that was... So, I hope this was going to be the first in a recurring segment uh, where we where one of us enacts uh, a scene from the Lord of the Rings if it was if the characters are all cast as Norm MacDonald. Slazoom listeners. Seems difficult. Welcome to the first installment of Take the gun off! A Rohan! My 
I see in your eyes. The same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight. By all that you hold dear on this good earth, I bid you stand, men of the West! Hey, uh, you know, uh, uh, the strength of men, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's not that great, though, you know, like, uh, like one of these days, uh, something bad's gonna be happening, and, uh, we'll say, uh, okay, it's no big deal, you know, the, uh, uh we got the strength of men, but, uh, uh, it's, it's gonna fail, it's not gonna work, uh, uh, you know, one of these days we'll be like, oh, it'll be okay, it'll all work out, but, uh, the strength of men, you know, it'll, uh, It'll fail. Uh, it won't work. Uh, so it's, you know, it's not that great, but it's pretty good. Like, uh, like right now what you got going on with those, uh, little, uh, deformed, uh, elf guys over there and, uh, and the big <laughs> troll guys, uh, coming out and, uh, in their shitty looking armor waving their weapons at us. Like, uh, you know, I bet today if we, uh, uh, you know, we go, we, uh, Take our swords, you know, we uh, pull them out of our uh, little sword holder deals and wave them around there. Uh, in that case, uh, I think uh, for today, you know, that uh, that uh, whole strength of men thing, you know, will uh, probably do all right. Uh, you know, if uh, if right now we, uh, you know, go over there with our uh, swords and, you know, uh, you know, let them know it's what, you know. So that's the norm of the rings. Now, now, is that just like one scene per uh, per you, installment? If or you have one like, to throw in, just... go for it. Oh, you know what? I was thinking of what would be perfect, and I don't know if I can do a Norm MacDonald impression. But Just be kind of nasally and uh, hesitant and Canadian. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, throw some odds in there. Um, so when, when Gollum is... Uh, Arguing with himself that one time, and he tells the other, tells Gollum, Smeagol tells Gollum to leave now and never come back so he can just be himself. Now, if that clip, if Gollum, <laughs> instead of Andy Serkis, was Norm MacDonald, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even think I need you anymore. What's that? Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I don't. I don't think you even need to need to. You know, like be around here anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Uh, come on now. No, just leave. Uh, get get uh, get out of here. We don't. Uh, I mean, I I don't I don't I don't need you. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> leave. Get out. Go go. No. Oh. All right. All right. He's gone. All right. <laughs> cool. Um, I guess I'm, uh, I'm free. I don't even have to talk, talk like, uh, like third person anymore, you know? I, I'm free. Not Smeagol. I'm free. And that's it. That's what I have. <laughs> I don't know if it's it. I don't know.
what I'm doing. We, we, need, to, we need to do more conversations between Smeagol and Gollum where two of us are doing Norm MacDonald impressions. One's Smeagol and one is Gollum. That's like the idea of him, like, growling, but, you know... You know, I, the response by Gollum is, leave now and never come back. But it's like, you know? <laughs> like, Master, he's like our friend. <laughs> you don't have any friends. One of my, one of my favorites was uh, Denethor passed as Norm MacDonald. Hey, uh, you know, uh, uh, Gondor uh, is... It needs a few things, like, uh, you know what would be really great is if, uh, Gondor had, like, a, had, like, an NFL franchise, you know? You know, it could be, like, uh, the, uh, like the, uh, the Gondor, uh, what do you call them, uh, white trees there, you know? Uh, uh we, yeah, we could use, uh, yeah, we could use a, an NFL franchise, or, uh, you know, maybe one of them big, uh, you know, concert venues, and we could, uh, you know, we could have, uh, different acts coming through, and, uh, you know, bring some, uh, revenue to, uh, to the country there. Uh, but you know, uh, you know what, uh, Gondor, uh, you know, we don't really, uh, don't really re- need right now is, uh, one of them, uh, what you call them, uh, kings, you know, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, Gondor really, uh, hasn't had one of those in a while, and, you know, I think we're, uh, we're kind of doing, uh, just okay without them. Like, uh, you know, don't really, don't really need one of those. Go into that speech from Monty Python, where actually, uh, <laughs> Gondor is a semi-autonomous, uh, <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, something. Autonomous commune. Commune. We will take it in turns to act as sort of an executive for the week. And so Strictly on, internal so matters are decided by a simple, simple majority, majority, but uh, two-thirds majority for anything external. <laughs> <laughs> so that's listener, that's that's Norm of the Rings. Get prepared for like at least uh, one or two of those per episode now. Yeah, so buckle up. Okay, it, it might help to obviously if you haven't listened or if you haven't watched the Lord of the Rings, I would say now is a pretty good time to start. And also, I hate also you. <laughs> also listen to Norm Macdonald stand up. The fact that he like I don't even know if he forgets normal everyday words, or if he just <laughs> writes that into his stand-up, forgetting normal everyday words. Like, like well, um, you know, what, what, is, what are they called? Uh, uh, king! You know, like, that's something he would say. <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah. guys watched his Netflix show? Yeah, yeah. I watched, like, an episode and a half. His Netflix show reminds us, reminds us, reminds okay, me Spiegel. of how, <laughs> how this podcast is run. <laughs> It is. Oh, Hitler's yeah. dog. That it was, was the first episode was. No, it's his talk oh, show. Oh, yeah, his talk show. Yeah. yeah. The first, I can't remember who was on the first episode. It, it was um. The guy from Tommy Boy, but not. Not the one that's dead. David, David Spade. Spade. David yeah, Spade. David Spade, yeah. and he like four times. It was like, is this a fucking test run? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he and Norm would keep saying like, oh, now we're gonna go to break. But it's on Netflix. They don't have a break. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, David Spade the whole time was, like, on his heels. He just didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was, I mean, it's an interview, sort of, but it's really strange. Oh, yeah. As you should expect. Uh, and he has his co-host, but he literally adds nothing. Yeah, who the fuck is that guy? He's just a guy <laughs> that it, also sits at the Is it Andy Richter? 
It doesn't look like him, but Andy Richter is a master of disguise. He looks like one of the, like the casino owner from Ocean's Eleven. Interesting reference. I haven't seen it enough to know. Enough. Yeah. So yeah, I think I saw this movie back in like 2007. It wasn't. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, but anyway, well, speaking guys, of movies. Oh. Oh, go on. No, I'm done. Oh, Okay. Uh, that was it. Andy Speaking of Garcia. Movies. Andy. Oh, yeah, I know. Kind of I know. Like yeah. All right, guys. I think that uh, that makes a whole pod for us. I was, yeah, I was going to say, that's probably, probably about time. Yeah, we've done, you know, a, a bunch of words. We've done all the words. The best yeah. words. Stay we tuned for a special, uh, special segment at the end of the pod. <laughs> Unless we did it already. In, the, in which comes, case, don't get your hopes up. The definitely comes to a nice conclusion and is well wrapped up and doesn't just trail off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we're known for, for having these tight, well-edited segments. <laughs> clear beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no rambling or uh, weird segues in the middle, so... Yeah, when you ask someone, like... <laughs> What do you know this Lazoom podcast? Sarah, like, oh, is that the podcast where they really stick to the script? That's the one. <laughs> so, listener, until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's what I call pancakes. You're a pancake. Garfield there. Uh, ever notice how you're uh, you're like a lot bigger than I am? Like uh, you're kind of a big cat, and uh, you kind of uh, do things that uh, other cats don't do. Like uh, you know, most cats, they uh, they really like uh, tuna, uh, but uh, you like uh, lasagna, and uh, yeah, not a lot of other cats uh, much care for uh, Italian food. <laughs>